Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two, season two of Drinking in the Pen. I'm your host, Don Garcia, and this is going to be a shorter podcast today, but I really just wanted to focus on kind of the basics today. I feel like sometimes we forget why it is we write in the first place. Most writers write every day. We think in a way that is so different from, I don't know, say uh, a, a pharmacist, I guess, right? Um, every single day we're writing stories in our head, whether we get them down on paper, whether we record them, whether we just compile them and compartmentalize them in different parts of our noggin, or we're actually sitting down and physically handwriting or typing away on our laptops or desktops. But the reality is we're always thinking about story from how, you know, something as simple as just the mundaneness of home life, right? And I say that because while I know that home life is not mundane for most people and it's not that my life is mundane, but when you're creative, you exist in a space that is very exciting and you're constantly grasping at worlds outside of our realities. That's why we craft stories. That's why we tell stories. But we exist in our imagination. We exist in our translation of what life is, right? We we don't see things the same way. No person sees life the same way anyways. But for specifically for writers, we experience things, <clears throat> excuse me, we experience things a little bit deeper. We experiencing them, we experience them, um, with this profound sense of awareness and, you know, trying to maintain that is, is something that I think leaves us a little depleted sometimes because we can get disappointed in the world or we can, you know, we take something to heart. If we have an argument with a loved one, we take it to heart. Uh, the problem with the way that we exist most of the time it's not a problem like a bad thing. It's just sort of our reality is we do get bored with life. We get bored with the regular routine of everyday monotony. We are not routine creatures for the most part. We are creatures that need to express every feeling, every idea, every sort of quiet interlude that we experience in our own minds. And that is what it is. But the realities are, you know, we don't function like everybody else. And in writing really is a very special place that we get to live in and exist in and dwell in. And I think that's true of any kind of artist, to be honest, in whatever respective field of art you're in. I do think that we feel most genuinely ourselves when we are doing our craft when we are in the act of creating, it it fills up our souls in a way that nothing else can. No person can, no lover can, no thrill-seeking adventure can. Because if we really are honest with ourselves, we go through those experiences and then we just want to write about them, right? So I kind of wanted to just take today to say, honor that place that we dwell in. Honor that strange world that we exist in because it really is a beautiful world. It's complicated and oftentimes overwhelming. And sometimes it, it, it does take 
something from our ability to exist in everyday life, but not in a negative way. I think in a much more fulfilling way, because in our little private worlds that we exist, we get to share all of those things with other people. And I will say that the same is true even when I'm writing articles and I'm focusing on journalism, because the idea of research, I love doing research. I love learning about new things. I love crafting compelling questions when I'm doing interviews. I like to get deep. I like to know who people really are and what makes them tick. I like to understand their motivation for whatever the topic is, Um, whether I'm interviewing an artist or uh, a celebrity, which I don't do very often, um, or an entrepreneur or a visionary or an innovator or a filmmaker um, or designer, honestly, architect. It doesn't really matter what the field is. I like to go deeper. I want to really kind of get into the next layer that they're so used to having to give. Like there's a pretty normal layer in journalism where everybody kind of asks the same questions like, how do you feel about the game tonight? Or, you know, like, like, what was it like working with so-and-so? And I mean, I'm not saying that those aren't good questions and that the audiences don't want to know the answers to those. But wouldn't a better question be like, you know, when you're on that court, it's just I'm going to make a basketball reference because it's the only thing I can think of right now. When you were on that court and you were making that run and your shoe fell off and you still went for that basket, what motivated you to keep moving? Like, I think that's a more interesting question than how'd you feel about that last shot? You know, like get in there, like paint the picture, remind them that they just experienced something epic. And, you know, if you're interviewing an artist or a filmmaker or an actor, even, or a musician, you know, get that next layer, like be that person that is able to ask the question of like, I don't know, let's say it's a musician, right? Remind them of a moment when they fell in love with music. Ask them, what's the first song you ever heard that really just like took you on a journey? And what was that journey like? And do you remember what was happening at that time? Because nine times out of 10, you're, you're sparking another part of their brain. And I think that's our job as writers. That is, that is our gift. It is also our duty. And that is true even when we're writing screenplays, because if we are not willing to ask our characters those next layer questions, then we're not really getting deeper into the story. And I'm not saying we don't write surface things, because we always do, and you have to. Sometimes that's what the audiences want, and that's okay. Um, And sometimes that's what you want, because you don't really need to know all the depth of this character, and that's cool. But, (coughs) excuse me. If you are willing to really challenge yourself, I, I guess that would be my challenge to you, is just go a little bit deeper. And so now, um, I know that I said every week I'm going to give you a creative assignment for um, choose your own scene slash adventure. So the adventure being the scene that I'm asking you to write. I'm always going to ask you to listen to a song. And this week I'd like you to listen to a song by Ruth B. It's called Lost Boys. And your three scenarios are one, you are, you are Wendy and you're the one that is trapped in this world where only people see you as a provider. 
they're there to nurture, there to support. I would like you to write a scene where she decides she's more than that and that she wants to be a lost boy, not because she wants to read them bedtime stories or be their mother, but because she too wants adventure. The next one would be, I want you to play the part of Schmied, and I want you to, in that song, because the Lost Boy is really about a lot of things, but I'm, I want you to imagine if Schmied could really run Captain Hook's ship, what would he do? And what would he do in the Neverland world? So specifically, I guess, focus on a scene on the ship and what that looks like and what his version of Neverland is. And then the next one would be, I'd like you to be the songwriter who wrote that song and what place you were in in your life where you felt more like a lost boy than you did um, anybody else in, 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 in this reality. So those are my assignments for you. Um, I hope they make sense. But again, I want you to play the part of Wendy who decides she doesn't want to be everybody's mother. Or you can play the part of Schmied who is going to captain his own ship. Or you can play the part of a songwriter who wrote that song. It doesn't necessarily have to be playing the part of Ruth B, but if you were to sit down and write that song, what would be happening in that moment that would even make you want to feel like you needed to get out of this world and you wanted to go somewhere else, like Neverland, just to be a lost boy? Um, and that's all I got for you guys today. I, I think really this is more cathartic for me to even do these podcasts, but I want to just remind you that, you know, we do sit in rooms quietly in our own minds. And if we're fortunate enough, we get to work with other writers. If we're fortunate enough, we get to work on a creative set. We get to be producers. We get to be directors as well. We get to work with actors and grips and craft service and wardrobe and makeup and lighting and and teamsters. And we get to work in this magical place where a single idea is brought to life by all these people. It always starts with the story. So while you're crafting your story, whether you are working in journalism, whether you are working in film or theater or television, um, what matters more is that you don't forget that it's okay if you get a little bored with the regular life. It's okay if the regular world isn't enough for you. That is why we write these stories that we do. Um, I leave out gaming, but you know, gaming is a very powerful world as well. It is one that people truly believe in and one that people get lost in. And the, and writing for games is a very feasible job as well, you know, because you're crafting compelling characters and there's story arcs and, you know, there's so many things that happen that are really parallel to what happens in a film or on a stage or on a television show. So um, I, I want to be mindful of that as well. Story is story. And what matters more is telling the story that you want to tell versus um, getting too confined or caught up in what other people's expectations are of who you are, I suppose. I don't know if that makes sense, but I'm just realizing that um, sometimes we live life through a very romantic lens and we feel the need to apologize for that. But what a beautiful way to live. So honor that. And I'm going to just leave you with this. I, I'm, I don't remember the quote exactly, but last night my daughter and I were watching the second season of Dickinson. And there was a line where 
Haley Steinfeld, who plays Emily Dickinson, is talking to this opera singer in this very quiet space between the show is over, there's no one left in the opera house. And she reminds Emily Dickinson that the, the romance that she feels is herself. And I think that's very true. The world, the things that we are longing for, that we write, the things that we create, we do because there's an absence of that in our own world. And that's something really, truly extraordinary. That is power and honor that power. So I hope that this has been somewhat inspiring. I really do hope that one person even out there practices these choose your own scene adventures, because I think what you're going to find is you're going to find deeper parts of yourself. For journalists out there that might listen to this, really start getting to the bottom layers. (coughs) Escape from the tried and true basic questions that everybody asks and go deeper because that's where the story really exists. So um, anyways, I hope that you are all having a wonderful week. Thank you for the, the those of you who do listen. And um, if anybody ever wants to reach out, I'm always willing to, to respond. So have a beautiful rest of your day. You can find me on Instagram at Don Garcia or at Drinking in the Pen. And my website is DonGarcia.com. You're welcome to contact me there as well. Uh, otherwise, have a really beautiful week and I'll see you next Wednesday. Hello, you guys. I also just wanted to say thanks for putting up with my coughs. My allergies were really bad this morning, and I do record these pretty regularly on Wednesdays, so forgive the coughs. I hope you guys are having a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next week.